pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Hello, good evening, and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. And I am Anne Scantlebury. And you're back. I am, here I am, hello. Where were you last week? We only realised you weren't coming about a minute before. <laughs> Even though I told you. When did you tell times, us? Like, the week, uh, two weeks before that. Right. Then the week before that, I reminded you. Okay. Where were you? Uh, I was... Away on business. Is that business that you're not going to talk about? Yep. What colour was it? <laughs> Every colour you can imagine. I think new HR policy should be for all of us when we go away to set an hour reminder before the show. Yeah. So that email sales and said, Makes by the sense. way, I'm not here. Yeah. Well, we should explain. And then when we get back, we should explain ourselves <laughs> fully as where we've been. Why can't, why, genuinely, why, why aren't you able to tell us? Uh, I don't like talking about work on the radio. Oh, okay. So you could. It's just you're choosing not to. Yep. Is that right? Okay. 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 How are you, Simon? Very well, thank you. I've been working all day today have at you, work. Have you? How was Which that? I love it. Lovely. Good. I'm, I'm glad. Um, I've been working too. been very difficult today. Why? Because I was up late last night watching the Super Bowl. Oh, those, are you? Were you watching it for the sport or for the halftime show? Uh, both. I was watching it for both. I was very, very excited about the halftime show last night because it was Shakira. Did you see it, Anne? No, sorry. I've, I'm having my own issues with uh, the headphones. I right can now. tell. Sorry. Uh, I no, I haven't. Uh, I didn't see the full Gosh. thing, but I did see uh, a couple of gifs of it. She played all of the hits. She played all of the hits. It was good. And then uh, J-Lo came on and then they yeah. did a bit together as well. That was good. And the, the footy was great. Who, who, the big who match in the footy. Mm. Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I did see that there was a tweet that happened after that. Mm-hmm. Controversial. Because the President of the United States doesn't know where Kansas City is. He does not. He probably should, shouldn't he? Are you... I would, yeah, uh, I mean, it's sort of in his jurisdiction. Yeah, but there's clearly not a test before you get the job, is no. there? So. No, no. <laughs> it's like becoming a parent, isn't it? 
You don't have to know where the child is. <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, it's good. It's, uh, we're all good. We're all back oh, together. We had a guest last good. week and everything, Anne. Oh, really? Went I, very I saw well it was indeed. someone who was very good and it was, uh, you talked about a game that I actually like. Mm. Well, there you go. We did it just for you. Thank you. So you, did you, enjoy the, you enjoyed the show then? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So we have we have something to actually to resolve on that that we started talking about during the news that we never actually got to the bottom of no. by the end of the show. Yeah. But I texted you about. Yeah. What did I text you? you Mid, how, midway through the show. Well, uh, you asked me how many countries there are in the world. Yeah, and your answer, according to the text I received back after the show, was. I don't know about uh, 150. That is that is what you said. Yeah. But that isn't what the news story said. What news? Are you telling us that you don't believe your own news? <laughs> <laughs> what did the news story say? The oh, news yeah, story, I sent it over to you. Yeah, the I? news. So the news story, which was about Epic, yeah. uh, from a couple of weeks ago, yeah. said that they had, I think, two hundred thirty odd, two hundred thirty-five no. something. Too many. Uh, yeah, they yeah. had they had um, An games unbelieved. published from like two hundred thirty countries. countries. Yeah, and Simon and I questioned whether this could be true. Because how many countries are there? And what was interesting then was actually that started a train of events that made us go back through all of your news stories. <laughs> that you'd oh, just that. bring out all of the inaccuracies. There's plenty. It was no. a good hour. I am... Uh, 235. Did you Google it? Yeah, we don't understand where you got that number from. Uh, I was going to say we're not amateurs, but... You're but a gamer. Uh, so it's probably their fault. Yeah. They're called Euro, aren't they? They've got... They <laughs> yeah. know about countries. 195. How did they it from 230? Well, if you Google 230... Didn't we find out it's UN-recognised countries? Oh. So UN and Eurogamer apparently <laughs> recognise 235, but the USA only recognise 190 or something. And Anne only recognises 150-ish. Yeah. yeah. Only the ones that I can name. Interesting. Good. Well, I look forward, Anne, to uh, hearing what pack of lies you've got in this week's <laughs> oh, so many. section that we call... Let's do lies bingo. <laughs> Sorry, that was too funny. It's 7.05 on Monday the 3rd of February. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Valve is hiring an in-house psychologist, the job ad states. In order to create exceptional products we, uh, that people will use and appreciate, we need to know about human behaviour and, uh, and about the motivations and influences underlying how and why people do what they do. We believe that all game designers are, in a sense, experimental psychologists. That is why we're looking for an experimental psychologist with superior research skills to apply knowledge and methodologies from psychology to game design and all aspects of Valve's operations. Interesting. What are they up to? So it went on to say, we want to leverage your experience with experimental design, research methods, statistics and human behaviour to help craft even more compelling gameplay experiences for future Valve titles. We'd also expect you, you to research and weigh in on any and all topics that are relevant to improving the experiences of our customers, partners and employees. Now, I have seen people on the internet using uh, other firms hiring of psychologists as an attack vector where they've said, oh, look at this free-to-play company. 
hiring psychologists so they know how to manipulate us. Yeah. Which is kind of what Valve is saying in yeah. plain, plain yeah, text. Yeah. That's oh, going, yeah. oh, yeah, we, we make games. We want to manipulate you. We want yeah. to make you. Which, to be honest, is the job of any piece of media. You know, we want to make people feel happy or sad. Yeah. And we want to extract money from them in exchange for those feelings. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it, I think they make a good point that all game designers, in a sense, are amateur psychologists. Well, exactly. And it probably makes sense to bring somebody who uh, is a professional in that field on board. Um, you'd hope that maybe there's a chance that somebody professional coming in would apply some rigour to this so that you're not doing anything that might be uh, potentially harming or, or harmful or damaging to game players as well. Um, it's about ethics, isn't it? It's about ethics in psychology. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean that's that's also a potential. I like the um, uh, other um, topics that could be relevant um, are improving their experiences of the partners and employees as well. What is that psychologist going in to Oof. meetings to do? Mm, interesting. Um, Simon, do you have any experience manipulating people's feelings? That wasn't the question I thought you were going to ask me. Actually. I'd be honest with you, Steve, and I feel manipulated myself. All right, what question would you like me to ask you? Well, I thought you were going to ask me to whether I had any experience being manipulated by Valve. Oh, ah. yeah, Simon. Simon. I've got myself an Oculus Quest in order to play Half-Life Alex, haven't I? Mm. Oh, but yeah. that feels like, if you, it feels like you've been manipulated by them, but you've, you've sort of sidestepped it, haven't you? Because you've got because well, I've got not, value, yeah because yeah. I haven't bought a um, index. index. They're about a thousand pounds though. Mm. The other thing is that I was interested that they do mention uh, the in the job posting that it goes beyond games, mm -hmm. so it will be to do with the store. And I thought that if you because yeah, a lot, I mean, I'm not saying that Valve does this, but a lot of uh, companies can analyse consumer behaviour and where their eyeballs go. Mm. Uh, and what, how their their mouse behaves on the store, and I think uh, if they were to spend time analysing me, that well, I'd, that'd be uh, redundant because I just open up Steam, click to best selling, best selling globally, scroll down to find out how far Human Fall Flat is, and then log off. <laughs> generally, <laughs> did you see? There's a lecture at GDC this year about just that. Is there? Someone has uh, tracked some real users. Okay. Real Steam gamers yeah. to see where their pointer goes and how they interact yeah. with the Steam store. And you can go along and find out at GDC this One year. just scrolls down until he sees Human Fall Flat <laughs> <laughs> and then quits out the store. House House, the untitled Goose Game developers, has pledged to pay a minimum of 1% of future profits to indigenous groups in Australia as part of the Pay the Rent movement. The developer said, Our video games are made on stolen Wurundjeri land. We at House House will be paying at least 1% of our income to indigenous groups in perpetuity as part of the pay the rent movement. We'd encourage others to do the same. As a start, we're giving giving to the Wurundjeri tribe council, warriors of Aboriginal resistance and seed mob. If you're a settler living and working on Aboriginal land like we are, please consider paying the rent. Good people. Mm. Very good people, and I like this particularly because uh, it shows that games are more than just the things that you play. They are made by people. They are made on land. They are made with uh, with tools and equipment that are made by other people um, that all have, you know, their own sort of um, ethics maybe around how they are made. Um, and I think it's really interesting to see this specific example of how people might look at the uh, how to just be better 
about how the games are made and the environment that they're made within. Um, and yeah, I'd be interested to see if any other developers uh, would look into this or. or well, it's do funny more you should this. say that. Um, I really like that Baba is You, you know, Baba is You, the game that came out, I think, uh, last year. Uh, when you load up Baba is You, there is a splash screen that says uh, the developer uh, pledges to give 10% of their yearly income to charitable causes. I can't remember if he's specific about those causes or not. But I thought that was a really, really great thing to do, to not just do that, but to mm -hmm. make it almost a, a thing you cannot avoid seeing. It's not asking you to donate, but it's saying, listen, I am doing that. You can choose to do uh, whatever you want mm -hmm. from this point. I uh, really, I, I thought mm. it was super, super interesting and important. It's an extraordinary success story, isn't it? House, house. Yeah. One game before them, uh, Push Me, Pull You, was mm -hmm. it? Don't think it did very well. It was an indie darling, wasn't indie it? Darling, it was a, yeah, it was so at the celebrated. Of, yeah, at the, by the shows. Industry. I don't think it was. Sorry, by, didn't don't think it did very well in terms of commercial success. And then this. Uh, yeah, and it's fantastic that they're giving some back. Well is, it, is it something? Uh, so I'm, I'm sure they're going to be successful in the future as well. But the the sort of manner of the success, uh, which seemed very organic, they just from my in my memory, the success is born from them just sticking out a gif of them going. You know, we, we came up with this idea, uh, currently untitled Goose Game, and the whole internet going right. I love cute things and I love angry you know what's cuter than an angry little angry animal I'm 100% in and then that just snowballs from there there's very little to you know to be annoyed about you're just rooting for this thing right from the start but your your sort of next game your difficult second yeah, goose right, yeah. is, uh, is, is, is it's hard to know where to go from there I guess we'd all be grateful for just one of those those hits though right <laughs> If only, eh? Bangman. Mm. Bangman 2, maybe that's uh, that's the platform. And finally, Sega Europe is bringing in fully recyclable packaging for its future physical PC game releases, starting with Total War Rome 2, released this month. This follows on from Sports Interactive Switch from the most Switch to the most environmentally friendly packaging they've been able to put together for Football Manager 2020's physical release last year. The packaging is made from a reinforced 100% recycled gatefold cardboard sleeve made with 100% recycled fibres, a recycled paper manual, vegetable and water bake based ink and a recyclable wrap. Sega has called on other entertainment industries to look into similar solutions. What's the CD printed on? Um, your face. Okay. <laughs> what so would that's be, um, not environmentally how could friendly, they, I don't think. How could they be more environmentally friendly in this manner, would you say? Um... I don't know. Stop making physical PC games. <laughs> Short, like, surely. That would be the obvious solution, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Because uh, aren't, I mean, I don't know about Sega's in particular, but um, aren't many PC uh, physical games just Steam codes or Steam unlocks or what have you? Mm. Uh, that's, a, that's a sweeping do have, statement. Do you, do you have an optical I drive don't, no. anymore? Not I, anymore. This I, isn't the uh, <laughs> 90s. I found uh, uh, there is one optical drive, two optical drives to my knowledge in, in my house. One is in uh, my partner's old Mac and the other one is in the PlayStation uh, 4, which we've established. None of us know how to... Know how we don't know the button no. to press. Uh, we'll just turn it off, so... Yeah, well, it's a problem I faced over Christmas, wasn't it? I was very happy to receive The Origin of Muse. It comes with nine CDs. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? Well, the only CD player I've got is in my car. 
So, so now Sega are asking me to go to my car to load up football managers. <laughs> Absolutely. Eh? Absolutely ridiculous. That sounds that doesn't sound very environmentally friendly. Doesn't, does it? No. Uh, However, <laughs> uh, people there are always going to be people. I think that will want a physical, uh, a physical version of something. And while they might be doing it for their physical PC games releases, this is like a very uh, good thing that other companies could take on. Uh, and should do with we their, tolerate uh, those people? If they're trying to make things better and more environmentally friendly, those people aren't. Just get the internet. You can download games off the internet now via well, Steam. Yeah, but also, isn't okay? Right, okay. hear me out. Okay. <laughs> Is the internet environmentally friendly? 100%. Because I don't think it is. Well, it hasn't got any plastic on it, has it? Well, aren't there, like, <laughs> server farms that are very, very bad? I don't know, I can't see him. <laughs> Where's the cloud? <laughs> Acid rain. Um, yeah. I think it's probably worth everybody I think it's a good thing. thinking about the environment. And this, is, this to me, feels like a very uh, positive solution. Maybe there are other bigger solutions. But for now, whilst people still want these, let's make it as environmentally friendly as possible. Simon, do you have another story? I was just looking up for some stuff, actually, and um, it turns out not. Um, Nothing at all. Well, you look on Kotaku and it's all just opinion pieces, isn't it? Um, which is difficult. Uh, I've, I've got a couple go on, here uh, on, on the front page of Garmasutra.com. Well, I looked there and dismissed everything, so I'll be interested <laughs> to see what you've got. Ubisoft have acquired mobile studio Calibri Games to expand into the idol genre. Yeah, you're right, actually. How could I pass over that one? You like idlers, I know, though. this is the problem. This right. is why this is relevant to me. Yeah. I'm worried. I don't like them. I'm just vulnerable to them. What do, what do you think Ubisoft could bring to the idol? Is it well, idol or idler genre? I think there's far more likelihood... There's, there's much more likelihood of me playing an Assassin's Creed where you don't actually have to do anything <laughs> than there is of me playing the next Assassin's Creed where I have to chase little dots around a minimap. Um yeah, idle games where you don't, you basically just click a button over and over again for, you know, just rewards that you're just constantly chasing and another one arrives in five seconds and then ten seconds and then if you just leave it long it'll be down to five seconds again and maybe if I buy this it'll be four seconds but okay, I could buy this one and it'll be six seconds but that'll double that and wow, it is dangerous to me because they just suck life and they give you nothing uh, but Ubisoft have obviously seen something positive. They're coming that. to get you, Steve. They're coming straight after me. So you dismissed that one, did you? I did. Okay, well, I've got another one for you. 38,000 Flash games will live on after Flash support dies this year, thanks to Flashpoint. Do you not see this? I did see that. I thought it was quite exciting. It's quite. It's, it, I was surprised I didn't know about it. Now, Flashpoint is a front end for, uh, as it says there, 38,000 Flash games, which otherwise uh, would be unplayable. Um, and that's quite a wealth of um, archive material. Mm. A lot of video games, none of which I will recognise. Actually, that's not true. Friend of the show, Tony Gowland. Mm. Teely Orangey oh, yeah, is on there. That's is been it? preserved right. for good. Uh, I'm sure there's other classics that, uh, was, that I'm not aware of. There was, um, when uh, Busted released Year 3000, they had, they released a, a Flash game on their website. Did they? Have yeah. you checked to see if that's on Flash? I haven't, because I hadn't thought about it until now, and now I do think that it's the one to preserve. Don't. In fact, I reviewed that, didn't I? Mm -hmm. For popjustice.com. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which actually does take us neatly onto a story that I did find. I mean, I know it's the unprecedented sixth news story, but... Uh, oh, goodness. And Simon Lee. <laughs> Singstar fans get no. together for one last song as service shut down. 
Mic drop, says Eurogamer. SingSar servers have gone dark, putting an end to one of the classic PlayStation games. Sony had announced its plan to shut down its SingSar servers on the 31st of January 2020, and last night, not to be done that up by that other big exit, SingStar left the stage, says Wesley Yin Poole on Eurogamer. It's gone. That's a shame, so isn't it? It's a sh- I say it's a shame, despite the fact I've not played yeah. SingStar for yeah, many, many, memories. many years. Mm. Absolutely. Happy the memories. memories. Wake up the next morning. Oh, what's up? Oh, yeah. I didn't buy the emails of shame. Strokes, I did. did I? The fact that on a PlayStation uh, three or would it be three somewhere? There's um, an early, the earliest recording of me singing SingStar with my then, not even girlfriend, who's now my wife. I mean, that's, that's history. It is history. That's a, is that on a, a server that's been shut down now? But yeah, sadly we can't uh, access that. Or thankfully for th- fans of. Why, why do you think this is happened? Like me singing. Why has this happened? Marioki <laughs> <laughs> took over. Um, well, they tried to relaunch uh, it with the by installing it, by doing the U2 of uh, gaming, didn't they? By installing it on mm. everybody's PS4. Mm. But not everybody had a, a microphone. They said it doesn't matter, you can just use your phone. And people mm. went, but we don't that pretend we don't pretend our hairbrush is our phone, do we, when mm. we're dancing, <laughs> doing our makeups? Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, um, yeah, it didn't have the same... Uh, and then plus, you know, we'd all bought stuff previously that wasn't... I had a loads, of, loads of them on disc mm. that you then, I'm not going to buy again, am I? So then they said, fine, we'll shut it down on the 31st of January 2020. What a day to do it as well. Uh, oh. So the PlayStation 2 famously, at the end of its lifespan, went super casual, right? It, it, it was The PlayStation 2 was ubiquitous and a lot of the games that came out for it in that era, look at Guitar Heroes and Sing Stars and, and Buzz and those sort of things. God, they were happy days, weren't happy they? Happy days. Really, things genuinely. were simpler then, although much more complex in terms of peripherals. <laughs> Loads of wires everywhere. But life was simple, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Did PlayStation 3 have that that sort of casual sort of era at the end? Well, it had the wireless, didn't it? It had the wireless controllers for the Guitar Hero games, Mm. Rock Band and Buzz, wireless buzzers. But that doesn't seem to have happened for PlayStation 4. No. At all. And I guess... It's because we've got the touchpad. That's the... (laughs) I guess that's the the issue, that, that, that there isn't... There doesn't seem to be a casual gaming market on PS4. Um, plus, all of the people doing things, uh, you know, who want to do karaoke in their living rooms now have access to YouTube, where there are you know, plenty of options there, uh, and good other karaoke online services. So, SingStar's just kind of been crushed. I think if you know, it depends on what happens in the next console wars so uh, the new PlayStation's out at the end of this year is that official now? can't remember what don't I've been know. told officially or not so let's say let's say it is, it is yeah. uh, and um, I think if that has the same if that has a sort of life cycle more similar to the PS2 if it goes as big as Sony you know if there's one in every home in the world then maybe they bring back that um, that brand again because karaoke is still popular as we know mm. well know as we well know yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? But then, um, did you see the figures recently about Ring Fit Adventure and how well that is doing on the Switch? And they reckon is beginning to rekindle that sort of health gaming market. It isn't for me. <laughs> not, not that you'd notice, Steve. Thanks. Um, uh, played it twice. Right. It was but, exhausting. Yeah, well, it is hard work, uh, but... Um, they were there were concerns about it because, uh, or some speculation that uh, the reason why it hadn't immediately gone to the moon was because there are so many fitness trackers in other mm-hmm. bit, bits yeah, and yeah. bobs that we're wearing. But uh, uh, apparently, it's doing well, and uh, we can expect to see more of it. So 
Maybe not. Not on me. Although there is a karaoke game on the Switch, isn't there? Is there? Yeah. Okay. I can't remember. Maybe we should all get Switches again. All right. Thanks, Anne. Thanks, Simon. Bye. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. Just saying that. I'd never just say that, Simon. Okay. <laughs> You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is QB the Box, and it's uh, called Bit Crush. It's from chipmusic.org. I think it's great. Uh, you can find all of our chip music there uh, if you want to go and explore. What are you two laughing about? Well, uh, we were just talking about a, a thing I did today, uh, a thing I've not done for a very, very long time. I Still just, got it. I was just seeing before getting Anne's feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a little bit awkward, isn't it? Because this thing doesn't involve Anne. But we've all done separate things. You two have done things without me. No, we on. haven't. Yeah, you have. No, we haven't. You have. What have we done without you? Literally showed a, a photo of you kissing earlier, which was under my instruction. Okay, we did one thing without <laughs> you. <laughs> Um, but then I'm uh, thinking about it. So looking back through... So this is just to, uh, to say we relaunched Steve mine and david's blog on the weekend the triforce.com it was it was kind of a soft Soft launch launch, wasn't it we didn't make a big deal about it you know we used to be big back in the day hundreds and thousands of uniques (laughs) we did (laughs) no for for whole forum full of users anyway we relaunched that i don't know why we're not sure are we just it just felt right well it felt uh, and so, you know, like, you know, because I don't write anymore, maybe that's a good thing. And I haven't done any uh, for ages. So, Steve did a blog, uh, or at least I suspect it was Steve, that did a blog at the weekend. And I was, I'm in an island, so I went first today, just just a, li- a little blog, and I was interested in your feedback. But then, th- I, I'm reading back, back through some of the, the posts that were up there before. This is 15, very different, 15 years ago, very, very different, different times. Time. Different very time. t- different times. Different times. Um, there's lots of One Life Left, left stuff up there. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Get me on guest You're welcome. Blogger. Guest blog. So you know it's not exclusionary. No, we will. Sure, we'll, sure, sure. we'll republish. We will <laughs> on, on Wednesday when the uh, when the podcast goes up. Yeah. Yeah, we will do. Yeah. We'll republish that. Just give it a little bit more exposure to our uniques. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you worried? Not while they all stay in drafts. <laughs> no. Uh, 
Yeah, no, but the odd thing, you know, I've always said, I, I probably said on the show, I'd, I'd have found it very difficult to have been, I, mean, I was a games journalist in 1992 to 1994. The only form of interaction with the readers was them writing you a letter, which took extraordinary effort and commitment, and they had to go to a letterbox and push it in. As we can tell from the number of letters we've received this week. Mm. Hey, Anne, mm-hmm. guess how many letters we received last week? Physical? Yeah. One? Wrong. Wrong. Two? Yes. No. Yeah, really. They were really good as well. Stamps on. With actual stamps, although not those stamps because they were sent at Christmas. (laughs) Oh. Still. Yeah. Um, which is great but now you know we've got a, a, a side forum that uh, our listeners can interact with but um, uh, so yeah and I don't think I could have taken anybody critiquing the work of a very young and inexperienced uh, games journalist back then. I don't think I could have lived through it now so, now we've got I believe we've got comments on haven't we currently have comments comments on, on. thankfully currently. there are no comments so far so far let's try and keep it that way but uh, yeah you know it's just, it's still a little blog just like the old days using wordpress like the old days you remember that no no i wasn't part of your blog in the old days no but i mean do you remember wordpress have you ever yeah i've used wordpress there you go then uh steve's gonna go soon i'm gonna do a blog tomorrow gonna do one yeah some more content when's david's first one out Uh, (laughs) he said he's gonna write one about his midlife crisis he's having so is he is it taking a while (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's been living it for a while, hasn't he? I look forward to that at thetriforce.com. Oh, great. Mm. Enough of that. Should we do the letters? Email, messages, and forward BCC. Uh, we had one in from Robert Wells. Uh, title concerned me a little initially. It's called Sleeping Arrangements. I was like, it's a bit personal. A bit forward, Robert. Uh, but... Hello team, hello SSG. Atari, or what is left of them, have announced that they are opening a hotel. I hope they have themed rooms, although Centipede, Yars Revenge and Tempest all feel like they'd give me nightmares. What game would you like to sleep in? Pip Pip, Robert. Animal Crossing. Oh, Nico Atsumi. Uh, Death Stranding. Where would you... (laughs) First, where would you sleep? Um, The cat beds. Ah, That does seem... Well, you can do that. Yeah, but, but also it's a charming world. It is a charming world. And who doesn't world. want to meet tubs? That's true. Uh, Simon, mm-hmm. you haven't played Death Stranding. No, but apparently it goes on for hours and I'm really tired. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It really does. Uh, any other letters? CJC writes, meditation's what you need if you want to be on Rami's launcher. Reference there to... Uh, do you know what that is? What yeah. That's, yeah, okay, good. Um, the Record Breakers theme tune. Yep. Uh, I was explaining that to listeners then, because I know that you've got it. Yeah. It's previously disclosed. Dear team and SSG, as we smoothly transition into February, skipping merrily from one political and social hellscape to another, with barely a glance over our shoulders, now feels like a good time to remind ourselves some happier pastimes. Firstly, Rami's Meditation Games project, which launched last year, is cycling back through the games from 2019. Each day, a new small experimental game or toy to play with and reflect on. If you missed any of them last year or just want to revisit some gem, it's a great opportunity to pick back up. I'm just going to pause from the letter here. Do you think Rami has included an, a February 29th game? <gasps> Interesting. The meditation is meditating on February the 29th. Maybe, or he could have thought and put something extra special in there. Is this a Bangman exclusive? <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, uh, Blue Maxima has a number of archive projects running on bluemaxima.org, including Flashpoint. 
I downloadable platform containing nearly 40,000 old web games and Cavi Break, which does the same for about 800 Java mobile phone games. So much great content. Are there any the, uh, sorry, are there any games you hope to find tucked away in one of these launchers? I'm nervously eyeing up the idly incrementing games list in Flashpoint, managing to keep myself distracted with some classic Bloons Tower Defense and help. Your constantly cycling correspondent, Chris Conroy, who also says that he's running the Surrey Half Marathon in March for special effects, so sponsor his effort there. Uh, justin, justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash CJC Surrey Half. We should we should sponsor that. We okay. should we yeah. should sponsor that. Um, on, it. on it. So I, uh, I we already talked about the busted game, mm-hmm. which we're not sure whether it's there or not. Uh, I used to play a game all the time at university, uh, a flash game on a site where you could win real prizes, uh, real you know physical prizes, no. actual Don't prizes. Don't know what they are. Uh, they were probably not environmentally friendly. <laughs> Uh, and the site was called jamba.co.uk and on the site was this game I, I can't work out what the name is looks like this this is it on archive.org okay somebody's just telling you to play now yeah it was uh, it was a movie mogul game uh, why can't I find it it's called that's a rap there you go. Uh, it was Flash game, so it's not on archive.org. You can't run it because archive.org doesn't archive Flash things, which is why Blue Maxima is great, uh, why Flashpoint is great. Um, uh, and all it was was a quiz thing that asked you questions about Hollywood. And at the end, you get a score, and if your score was the high score of the week, you could win a prize. I won. I won a copy of Worms Armageddon <gasps> playing that Did game. You? Yeah, an actual copy of Worms Armageddon. Uh, my partner... Uh, playing that game or possibly one of the other games won uh, a Walkman Whoa. a cassette playing Walkman presumably the last one ever manufactured right. and if I think about timelines in in the world I don't imagine cassettes crossing over with flash games at all but apparently they did very very briefly mm. in about 2000 uh, yeah so I'm, game... I'm hoping maybe that might be on the doubt it though. did you ever I don't think it was a flash game did you ever play any of those uh, play by email games battle mail you know what I did where it was uh, like uh, it was like Street Fighter how do you yeah how do you well go in you uh, open it up you put in someone else's email address and then it sends you it was that, the one that we used to play quite a lot was the was the, the fighting game but you would um, it, was, it was rock paper scissors Okay. Uh, in all but name where you put in what you wanted to do and you could defend or you could attack high, low, middle and uh, yeah it was good sitting there someone switch on the modem <laughs> Dee, want to check the battle mail in it comes two wow. case yeah is anybody thinking about those mm. anywhere that's what uh, Frank Sifoldi Oh, he is definitely archiving those. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a game, Frank. Good. Uh, Any more letters? I don't think there were. I don't think there were. I can't see any. I checked the physical mail. A couple of Amazon boxes up there I thought we could have uh, claimed. Yeah, nothing for us, though. And nothing involving those video game stamps. How long are stamps available for? Don't know. But they're quite expensive, so I'm not buying it (laughs) myself. You see expensive stamps, are Just regular stamps? Yeah. I don't know how how expensive they're expensive really like 80p aren't they is that what we established let's say yes for a first class of course 
It's the only this way you can. This like a, a politician gotcha. <laughs> Steve Curran didn't even know how much a first class stamp how much was. The lemmings. Stamp I know. Was. It's because obviously you don't buy an individual one. You buy a book of six, don't you? La di da. Or twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of friends who live very far away. You don't bother away. licking yours anymore, nah. do you? They get the sticky ones. Yeah, I don't think you can. I think you can only buy the licky ones in bulk. Yep, you have to buy them in bulk. <laughs> if you want to lick your stamps, Anne. <laughs> Which I don't. All right, let's have another piece of music. We're back after this with some reviews. left on residence 104.4 and this is the exclusive annual forest animal winter party it's by scanning wolf and again it's from chipmusic.org uh we're just doing some admin <laughs> very good i think you're very pleased with this chris what does chris have to be uh, pleased with so uh, we're just giving him a donation for his half marathon, sorry half, that he's running for special effect. Mm-hmm. We have done quite a good, quite a good message. Have we? Yeah. Is, yeah. This, is this the sort of content we should send people to the site? Well, exactly. To read? Yeah. Send them, yeah. If you want to see the joke. Yeah, do go to, uh, what was it, just giving... Uh, com forward slash fundraising forward slash... CJC, sorry CJC, half. sorry half. I think that's it. And we'll link the we'll link it in the podcast yeah, description yeah. as well. And on our blog. And we've got <laughs> if you want to do a guest post, <laughs> let us know. Let us know. Um, uh, we had the first VR injury at our house over the weekend. Really? Oh, what no. happened? What happened? What happened? Dexter was playing uh, Gun Club VR. Okay. Um, which is a VR gun club. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about SEO these days, isn't it? Um, and that was great. No, he was really, he was thoroughly enjoying the VR over the weekend. Ramona, my mm-hmm. two-year-old daughter, oh, no. loves her brother. 
Of course. She walked into the lounge where he was, oh, no. looked up, and uh, he was in. Uh, and uh, he went to pick up some gun, and uh, reached down and uh, didn't punch. No, but there was contact was made. Okay. Obviously, the parent was. Yeah, he felt uh, he felt pretty bad about it. She though was. I mean, I don't think she'll ever use VR. <laughs> I'm being serious because what well, she couldn't understand, right? So her brother, they love each other, yeah. would hurt her. I mean, she couldn't yeah, understand the concept of the accident. So anyway, we calmed her down, uh, and um, she was fine. And then uh, we, we we all played some 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 jumping games together. Of course, soon distracted her. Um, a little bit later on, Dexter went back on the VR, mm. uh, and then. Uh, Ramona just sort of looked up at it, saw it was back in it, and came over to me and just hugged me. Oh, no. Also, that's an appropriate response to VR. Do you think so? Yeah. It's Have you gone off it? Yeah. Oh, although actually, I think I'm going to review something in VR in a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah, so I haven't gone too off it. Right. But I can understand. Yeah, but anyway, but yeah. How it's young good, though. Is, uh, how young is too young for VR? Well, it says, uh, I, I think... Asking it the, not, yeah. it's the owner of an 11-month-year-old. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I didn't read the Oculus instructions for mm-hmm. the Quest, but I do remember on PlayStation, I think when you fire it up, because they're very nanny state, aren't they? They, are. they? they say you're not... I think they say you're not supposed to put it on a th- anybody under 13. But you did immediately. <laughs> Some things are difficult to avoid, aren't they? Particularly if you want them quiet. Stick them in an X-Wing. That's what I'm finding. Go down the pub. Did I tell you I uh, introduced my daughter to video games about three months ago? I thought it's time. Okay. She was, you know, she was, what was she, seven months old. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to show her her first video game. Do you know what I chose? Which one was it? Parappa the Rapper. Right. Oh, good. Well, they all love yeah. Hey Dougie, don't they? Yeah. And what's Parappa the Rapper but the original mm. Hey Dougie? Showed her. Absolutely unimpressed. Blimey. Yeah. What, and she's impressed by other media, is she? Well, she likes a ball. <laughs> she likes a ball, and she likes Should a book. Should we show a super monkey Do you know what? Then? Do you know what she keeps doing? Yes. This is outrageous. Wow. People <laughs> look at our cameras. <laughs> very good, Simon. Very good. Uh, I'll put it on the blog. So, um, you know how kids are meant to... Uh, you hear those horror stories about uh, about kids who... These days... These days, Simon, when a baby picks up a book... Tries to swipe oh, it, yeah. in it. Tries to swipe yeah. it. Swipe left. Disgusting. Don't understand. Swipe up. It's not. Ter- hate this book. Yeah. Throw it away. Um. Well, uh, I uh, for one of my daughter's Christmas presents, she got a, a Kindle for Christmas. You know, one of those uh, ones, massive, indestructible ones, with guarantee. Because I thought this will probably come in useful at some point in the future. Uh, occasionally try and show it to her, uh, you know, put on, I don't know, something cute on it. Talk a picture, picture of you, <laughs> you two together, picture of Anne kissing. Yeah. Um, and she, uh, she picks it up, she looks at it for a while, and then she tries to turn the page on it. She reaches around oh, the back, she tries, and when she can't turn the page, she throws it away Good. off the sofa. It's indestructible. Foolish. <laughs> Two year guarantee on that, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, she's no idea. She's no idea. Kids. It'll keep coming back till yeah. she learns. Right. Yeah. So that's interesting. That she is likes, interesting. She likes isn't books. It? Yeah. Huh. No child of mine. Uh, are you going to get either of them to start doing reviews? 
at any point. Well, I said to Dexter at the uh, weekend that uh, if because um, last year we did a take your kids to work day. He came to work with me for two days. Uh, I said, we'll do it on a Monday. Come on, show afterwards. He said, really? Yeah. But did he say, really? I'm only going on if it's all three of you. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't need to. Mm. Okay, that's exciting. Yeah, I'll be on in the summer. I will definitely get Alice to do some reviews when she is old enough to say anything other than dada at everything she sees uh so i mean that wouldn't be very good review maybe it would maybe that'd be a great review yeah i don't know i don't know what about you simon ramona yeah she's not she's not showing a lot of interest in um video games at the moment i do i mean because every time she sees them she gets punched in the face (laughs) (laughs) the only way she'll learn (laughs) um no i mean i remember david we're talking about david a lot i remember david's um he was, uh, he was. I think I can say he was going out with a girl mm-hmm. uh, who had a child, and um, they came around to my house. I remember. T- this. Yeah, and he showed the F- child uh, their first video game, and it, it was F Zero on the GameCube. Yeah. And the child, who'd never seen anything like this before, just looked at it, looked at it, looked at the TV, and just went, ah! Just like stamping up and down. <laughs> Which honestly is kind of my inner monologue when I see a video game, any game. And David's no longer with that partner. So make of that what you will. Just be careful out there, Anne, is what I'm saying. Don't show them, don't go F0 early. Should we do reviews? You'll be setting them up for a lifetime of disappointment when it's never remade. Uh, You just flick that. Very casual. Thanks. Is this the end of your cycle? Did you play any video games this week? Yes. Really? Yeah. What were they? I played... Um, oh, are we, we're actually doing the review <laughs> This is a very, like... We always have that little bit of competitivity yeah. at the start, and I thought I might trick you into going first by just, you know, easing you into it. Anne. Hi. <laughs> I've been playing... Uh, I went back in the archives and then realised that it wasn't in the archives on this PlayStation, so I went and bought it again. Oh. Uh, I wanted to play Resogun. That's all I wanted to do this weekend, was just play Resogun. Uh, so I did. You had to buy it again? What, are you on a separate so I, account? No, so I, I think it... Was it on did PS3? It mm-hmm. Uh, was so it? I think I used, I had it on my old PS3, but I had not bought it on and PS4. it's not cross-buy? No, no wonder Housemark say that the arcade games are going out of business. Well, I don't Although, know. Actually, also, no, the opposite's true if you're buying it yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if we set up the same account on both of them. It doesn't really matter. It was on sale. Like money bags. Six, seven percent off. It's like three pounds fifty. Wow. Absolute bargain. I'd buy it again. <laughs> so this is a re-review. Uh, yeah, yeah. Going back, back in the archives. Re-re-review. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh gosh, I love it so much. I'm still. I think I'm still very, very bad at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just had loads of fun. I played like the first couple of levels just so over and over and over again. Resogun is is Housemark's lucid uh, arcade game take on Defender. Uh, mm-hmm. Very uh, colourful explosions. Pixels everywhere. Yeah. Uh, it's not really pixels, is it? Little, little polygons everywhere. Yeah. And uh, it has one simple rule, doesn't it? One simple thing you've got to do. Save the last humans. So how many of the last humans have you saved? Well, you know, different times, different amounts. <laughs> of course. Um, I... So it turns out I talk to I talk to the game when I play because it, it talks to you mm-hmm. and it says 
keepers detected and the keepers are the things oh, you have to get rid that. of the keepers yeah. uh, and then one of the humans will be um, uh, let out of a little box and then you have to go and get the human and then return it back to like its safe zone um, and so to remind myself to always look for the keepers because if you don't get the keepers you don't get the human uh, I would just start going where are the keepers where are the keepers uh, until I found the keepers it did fail me a few times because mm. I got a bit distracted. Have you played any of Housemark's other games? No. Should I? Well, do you really like Resogun? Yeah. Do you think you would like something like Resogun, but a bit different? Sure. Then you might want to play the other games. What else have they made? Well, the one that I think is most similar to Resogun is probably Super Stardust, uh-huh. uh, which Simon will remember from remember. back in the day. First available on the Commodore Amiga. Mm. Simon, did you review it? The one. Uh, well, certainly in the one. The other, the thing I did with uh, Stardust was uh, we did a feature on how how do they do that, <laughs> which uh, looked at uh, because back then, you know, when hardware was limited, people had to find tricks and tips to mm. make it look like it was doing other stuff. And the thing with um, Super Stardust on the Amiga was that uh, it had two modes. One was um, the, the main game itself, which is uh, like an update on Asteroids, so that sort of game, rotating around, do, 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 hate rocks, blow up. But then it had um, a tunnel section mm-hmm. flying into, and uh, it looked like it was doing a three D, full 3D tunnel. Um, and, uh, yeah, us Amiga journalists back then, our socks were blown off. Andy Braybrook, actually, I think, who was the... Um, who we spoke to for this feature, how do they do that? Explained it was just, actually what they'd done is they'd, uh, they were just um, uh, effectively doing, uh, cycling through static screens very quickly, like in a picture book that was larger than the Amiga screen and just scrolling that around to create the illusion of a tunnel. Mm. And it was at that point that I decided I'd hate Housemark from that. <laughs> for fooling me. That's a joke, obviously, I love them. Uh, we all love Housemark. Uh, next Machina. Yeah. Is a game uh, is a housemark game, very very similar to that kind of style. I mean, a lot of their games are in the same kind of style, but Next Machina definitely belongs to the uh, to the same family as Resogun and Stardust. So yeah, you should give them a shot. Okay, if I will. Money Only bags, sixty-seven yeah. percent off. Yeah, I do like it when there's money off. <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel like I'm getting a bargain. So you still enjoyed it? Score? Uh, I'm going to give it a seven out of ten, and I'm going to go back to it. I'm glad I've got it now. Uh, Simon. Uh, so I'm still in VR. Um, I downloaded um, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, uh, which is a full f- a VR Walking Dead adventure. I've not played much of it. I've got it linked up to the Oculus, using the Oculus Link, so I'm ready for Half-Life now. Uh, but the one I've been playing more of, because uh, you don't have to be tethered, is um, Pistol Whip. Oh, yeah. Which is, um, like most of the best VR experiences, it's heavily music-based. Okay? Brilliant. Uh, so I've got Beat Saber set up now with loads of custom songs. <gasps> oh, it's so good! <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah, I mean, Mr. Um, Mr. Blue Sky yeah. and Shake It Off. Too fantastic. Yeah. The way that it does that, way yeah. that it does the two together and shake it off. Oh, do a bad romance. That's really fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will do. That's not on there currently. I can't update uh, Beat Saber at the moment because of the hacked songs that are in there. Okay. So, yeah. so if you play it, don't update it. Uh, Pistol Whip um, is uh, not like Beat Saber, although you do get. So it's a gun game, shooty gun game, uh, where it, it, it describes itself as, the, as a fusion of all the best action movies. Um. 
So you're supposed to feel like John Wick. Uh, you are travelling. Um, so it's set in a in a in a, in a virtual-ish world. Uh, you are travel. You, you have a gun. I've only, I've only got one gun at the moment. I think you might be able to dual dual wield, dual wield eventually. And you're on a constantly moving track, moving forward, uh, and then you shoot. Uh, people that appear before they shoot you. If the bullets come at you, you've got to physically dodge away from Whoa. it. Uh, and then it's got you've got to move left and right and up and down and all the rest of it. So it's it's the most energetic and acrobatic game I've played so far. I do get a little bit puffed out playing it. Um, very generous auto aim, um, and so it, it makes you feel good, right? You're not mm. you're not getting frustrated because um, your aim isn't uh, entirely correct, and, and yet it scores you uh, it scores you appropriately. And that if you if you're aim, you know you get more if you were bang on or mm-hmm. less, and doing it to the rim. It's just a lot of fun, a lot of fun. No motion sickness. Do a little bit get a bit tired, so it's probably good for me. Loads of shooting. Um, what do you do about the sweaty surrounds on the headset? Well, um, I've yet to... Uh... <laughs> <It's this. laughs> I'm not saying that on the air. <laughs> no, I, well, no. Oh, well, now I feel like I should explain. I was going to make a joke about a uh, member of the royal family. Uh, <laughs> uh, I haven't encountered it too much yet, Steve. Okay. I don't sweat. I was in the Falklands. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, on Beat Saber, though, yep. you have to duck down and go to the sides yep. and the sides. Yep. So you, do you get? Uh, do you do that? Do you get? Do you go full body saber? When you do I it. do, and I was watching Kate play it on Friday. That was the only way we could power through the, the nonsense that was on the TV when they were in Parliament Square and all the breakfast. It was horrible. Uh, so we fired up Beat Saber, and I, I really enjoyed So she started off with quite discreet movements, whatever. Mm. But you can see, actually, when you get into it, you properly swing. Yes. And she was smiling as she was yeah. playing as well, and I thought, that's what games should make mm. you do. Apparently, I play Beat Saber like a, a backup dancer of a okay. pop band. <laughs> Ideal. Right. Uh, Holly Gramazio plays it like she's doing um, some kind of full body um, marsh, like uh, Tai Chi or something. It's amazing. She's just like so fluid with everything that she does. Uh-huh. Everybody has their Beat Saber style. I, it was the up, downs, and sides. I, you do those You're together. You're a drummer. Yeah. 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 Good. It's really good. I'm loving the Oculus Quest. Loving it. You two should get one. Uh, we should. I would get... love to. I would love to. <laughs> we only sixty-four gigabytes. Hold on. Okay. Uh, literally, this show. You were saying you're out of VR. Oh yeah. Change my mind. I'm back in. But you, you're yeah, because you, what you want is uh, wireless yeah, VR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the wires that really do me over. <laughs> uh, we should get the Beat Saber guys on the radio show when we do it at GDC. Yes. Yes. Challenge them. It's mm. the only people we I need want to sort talk all to. of that stuff out. Score, Simon. Seven out of ten. Steve. It's the music's run out. So. Put it back on. Fine. Hold on. Okay. Um, I've been playing very, very little over the last week because I've been very, very busy. But did I mention Slay the Spire last week? Not last week. S- you been playing the new character? I did play the new character uh, and was... Slay the Spire is dangerous for me and I, I, I suspect for everyone who gets into it. You know, when we were at uh, dinner with, uh, with David... 
just to mention him again and uh, some of our other friends uh, Jonathan Smith our friend was there and uh, Jonathan was saying how he plays basically nothing other than Slayer Spark he does daily been, challenges doesn't he yeah he's been he's sunk a lot of time into that and I was telling him how I was very relieved when I found a junction when talked about this on the show that I think it's important to find moments in games when you can get out when you can tell yourself cool I am satisfied with what I have got out of this game and this is a nice place for me to leave so with Noita which was addicted to for uh, months it was the point when I completed the game and I was like fine I know I've not seen everything but I can leave with Divinity Original Sin 2 it was when I got on the ship I've done the first section I'm like yep don't need to go any further and with Slay the Spire I had beaten the game with all three characters and there was much more to do uh, you know levelling going through the I forgot what it's called but the ascensions uh, yeah the ascensions I did that bit but I was like no I'm out I'm done and then what have they done introduced a new character gone back in foolishly and did one run and I was like I don't need this I don't need this I don't need this but I'm still thinking about it what's different about the new character then uh, it's just a new uh, new style of play. It has a kind of, uh, like a, how would you call it, a kind of uh, zen vibe where you can be on the attack or defence and okay. you sort of choose to change your stance so you're right. attacking or, or not attacking. Uh, but like the other three characters, playing as that character is very, very different, a whole different set of cards to learn, to understand, and how to employ. And I suspect, like the other characters, the thrill comes from when you break the game, mm. right? So I don't know for you, but for me, the exciting moments of Slow the Spire were when I was playing as the poison character and got massive multipliers, yeah. uh, and you're like... Your- ironclad and your strength goes up every time you get hit yeah or as the uh, guy with the spheres uh, the electric spheres you end up having loads of them and they're all going off and killing everything so I suspect there'll be a methodology to you know make that happen on this I haven't discovered what that is yet and I'm not going to because I'm not going back in I keep telling myself Uh, we'll see what happens it hasn't come to switch yet has it not? No. Is it is that planned? I saw Dead Cells released its first DLC did, as yeah. well. Did you ever get into Dead uh, Cells? It's too hard for me. I had to, I had to back away from that when I realised I was never going to be any good at it. I, 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 my exit they, point from Dead Cells was when I did one good run. Right. So previously, most runs were maybe an hour or something, and then I'd, I'd, I'd drop out. And then I had one run that was like three and a half hours, saw loads of new stuff, all the way to several new bosses, and I was like, cool. Done that. Done, but well, they announced that um, it's coming out on Android uh, second half this year. Right. Okay. <sighs> Dead cells that is, and what I really want is Slay the Spire on Android. Yeah. Because on those times when you switch on your on your commute, when maybe it's just a bit too cramped to get your switch out, you can mm-hmm. then just fall back to uh, your phone and then enjoy that rather than having to open up the Kindle app and read Stuart Lee's Brexit book. Uh, since we've got another couple of minutes, I also played Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD, which has come to PC. Apparently it's V-bad. I was so sad. Mm. Uh, this is a conversion of the Wii version of Super Monkey Ball. Famously, which I, famously the best. Yeah, I never played That's this. Uh, Super Monkey Ball on GameCube, one of my favourite games of all time. Super Monkey Ball 2, flawed, not as good as Super Monkey Ball, but with great mini games. This takes none of the good bits of both of those and puts them together in one pointless package. It's got a jump. Why? I I don't understand. So that just made me bewildered and I would love it, love it if Sega could bring back just port the original Mm. Super Monkey Ball, put it on new platforms because it's still great, it's so pure and so smart. You don't need to do anything to it. Just do that. 7 out of 10 for both of them. Great. Well done. Good. Well you done. did really well. 
I couldn't have done it without you guys, actually, so... You, you did do it without me last week, though. Well, actually, we did. So... It was good. Could, could have done it without me. You can me. listen to it if you want. I... W- might. <laughs> do you think you're against the quest, then, if you, if we, if, if you got one? Yeah. Yeah? I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I think that would be the thing that turns me back on to VR. Right. But do we really want you back on VR? Yeah. I think it's good. I think, honestly, some of the greatness of this radio show comes out of conflict, out of the, you know, friction between you and Simon. Simon, very into VR. You, as you said earlier on the show, just not into it. Yeah. So when Simon drops out of VR, then I can. Then I think that. But I've got to have it ready. You do. Just pick it straight up. Sweat off. To be honest, whilst you were doing your um, review, I was daydreaming about playing another form of VR, of course, the Google Google one. (laughs) Playing a Beat Saber with the um, one of the beautiful backing dancers from the Max Martin musical and Juliet, which we went to see. Yeah. We did that without Simon. Yeah, we did do that without you, but what? only because you didn't want to go. Didn't want to go. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> good times. Right. Good great, times. Great. Any other business? Uh, right. Anne is not here. No, no, no you no, are I'm next, here next week. week. Okay. Not week here the week after. after. Can somebody write in and remind us? Yes. Yeah. An hour before. An hour just let us did, know that. Don't. Do, do you check the Twitter enough? T- the Twitter? We've got a blog now. Uh, <laughs> tickets for Mariaki at GDC will be going on sale the week after next. I think Ooh. we'll announce it this week uh, and our sponsor and stuff. Yeah, and I need to pay for the venue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.